0: This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, January 1st, 2023. Who is Jesus to you? Well, Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year. We're so glad you joined us this morning here at Connection. or right there in your living room or wherever you might be. Um, good to be with you this morning.
1: It is good to be with you. I wish I could just like step off the platform and like, hi, 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 give everybody a big hug. Yay, it's a new year, it's a new start. My name's Carrie Jones, that is the same.
0: Alan Jones.
1: And we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We are just honored that you chose to worship this morning, and I loved what Jeremy said. Our decision when we woke up this morning was to come and be in the house of God, whether it's online or right here. And we could make no better decision than that. And I, Mm -hmm. you know, most of you who know me, I'm this list person, but at the top of my list for this new year is just to get even closer to Jesus because that's what it's all about. And I pray that each one of you Somewhere in your thoughts today or last night, that you would think, you know what, I just need to keep growing in Christ because without that, we just might as well hang it up. Yeah, it is so good. I want to share something really exciting with you. Yesterday, this place was full. We helped a church, a new church, start called Impact Center, get started. And they had their first service here yesterday. There's a picture that I took from the back. Oh, it's right in back of me. There it is. The Impact Center.
0: 167 with 27 or 29 in the gym.
1: Oh, wow. That's really awesome. Yeah. And so it's really a privilege to be able to partner with them. This is God's house. This is not ours. And so it's important for us to share it. And they'll be worshiping here on February 4th. And then March 4th, they're doing like one, one a month. And then they'll increase that. And by that time, they'll need more time and more space. And so they'll be searching for a spot. But it was just awesome. Is anybody here from Impact Center? Did any, a uh, few of us were here from the service, but it was just really, really great. Yeah. Dr. Ray did a great job preaching. So um, I would like to get us started with prayer. Would you pray with me, please? Almighty God, thank you so much that we can gather right here or at home, wherever we are, to glorify you. That's what it's all about, our first priority, you. So settle us in, and may we be changed and transformed by your presence with us, by your word, by community as we share. We pray all this in your holy name everybody agreed and said amen. amen
0: so to begin the new year after just celebrating the birth of our Savior with the Christmas we we thought we would ask the question who is your Jesus who, who is your Jesus you know we have uh, we have uh, all have a little different image of, of who Jesus is There's a little different picture of of the one who was born in bethlehem it's it's funny the Bible tells us that that we are made in God's image right back there in Genesis we're made in god and that all too often we tend to make Jesus in our image. we create a savior we had a
1: few little, uh, yeah, I heard
0: it and I heard it yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know we 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 create a savior who fits my needs <laughs> who. Who kind of looks like me? Who, who fits the image, the the, the mold uh, uh, of uh, created my savior, yeah. And so the results in things with T-shirts that say things like "Jesus is my homeboy." Maybe that's a few years ago, but or or my bestie Jesus, or or I looked up winking Jesus, you know, like that's your, you know, and and, and who man. Something.
1: It is something. Wait, hold
0: on. Look at these guys. Throw a party for twelve people. World still talking about it. Two thousand years later. I got your back. You know, I like where this is going. Hey. Snack religious. Oh,
1: well, that sounds bad. Okay. <laughs> Well, you know what? We like fabricate this Jesus in our minds, all shapes, all sizes, nationalities, ethnicities. There's a white Jesus. There's a black Jesus. There's a Hispanic Jesus. There's a Latino Jesus. The list goes on. I'm not trying to profile anybody. I'm not trying to offend anybody. But we put Jesus in this box. If we didn't
0: mention your Jesus, you know, we're not trying to shortchange you. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah. What is incredible, more often than not, is that Jesus looks more European than the reality. That is is not the case. Jesus is from the Middle East, from Israel, and we tend to create Jesus in our image rather than the other way around.
0: And you know, it goes a lot deeper than color of skin, color of eyes, texture of hair, color of hair you know we always want our Jesus to be this nice gentle snuggly warm and welcoming guy you know and for you you know the most part Jesus Jesus is these things to a point but not when that would sacrifice the truth when that would sacrifice your soul and my soul when that would sacrifice our salvation Jesus wants to be your friend my friend and you know even says that in in the bible he talks about friendship unless that friendship means sacrificing our eternal salvation because our eternal salvation is ultimately what our friendship with jesus is all about
1: so who is jesus anyway what does he look like what does he do what does he say well We know that a lot of it's in here, but there's still a lot of questions. We don't actually have a true picture of the likeness, of the physical likeness of Jesus. We can't say exactly what he looked like, but we do know that he was a Jew in the Middle East, and it is very unlikely that he looked like the many pictures that we have of Jesus, like this one. Does that look familiar? That was in my church growing up, that was in my house, hmm. and that is probably hmm. not the case.
0: There's a reason that that's, it's called The Head of Christ. It was painted in 1940 by a guy named Warner Salmon, an American artist, and it's a thing I read by. The, the year 2000, it, it had been reproduced over a bil- half a billion times worldwide. So now uh, I can't imagine how many at this point. Uh, it's probably the most the most well-known portrait of Jesus that there is. And, and so it's a popular painting, but there's just one problem with it. As we're told in an article from the June 30, 2020 edition of Got Reli- or Get Religion... It ignores centuries of art depicting what Jesus really looked like, a first-century Jew. (laughs) Unlike most well-known pictures of Jesus, a blue-eyed, light-haired, light-skinned, European-looking man. (laughs) Jesus was a Jew and most likely had an olive complexion, dark hair, dark eyes, We we, we create him in our image, don't we?
1: Yeah. There's a website, Moments with the Book. Moments with the Book. And from that website, you can order tracks. Now, y'all know what a track is. You know, it's like we're walking along the street here, here, here. And you're like, no, 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 no. But tracks. You can order tracks from this site. And these tracks from this site point out Um, that everyone is familiar with the name of Jesus. Most people have heard the name of Jesus, but then they point out that today's culture is saturated with the idea that I have my truth, you have your truth. Right? I have my truth, you have your truth, let's just leave it (laughs) at that. And so in that my truth and your truth thing that they talk about, We all have this personalized idea of Jesus. It goes on to say that, unfortunately, many people get their understanding of Jesus from bumper stickers, religious hypocrites, and TV shows. (laughs) Not through the diligent study of the Word of God. As a result sometimes we think we have Jesus all figured out. (laughs) And we blend a bunch of past experiences and preconceived notions into what they call, this is interesting, a Jesus puree. (laughs) Are we stepping on any toes yet? (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) And what if this puree comes out just a little too tart well if it does let's just add a little sweetness in there because that's not who he is let's just add a little bit more to make him what we want him to be and the result of all this is that we get this individualized pleasing to me type Jesus who may or may not resemble the actual Jesus at all, or resemble what he says in his book.
0: And so this track here he was talking about offers us Jesus A, Jesus B. Jesus A being the one we find in scripture, Jesus B being the one we've created. Jesus A, the biblical Christ, can alone save us from eternal destruction. Jesus be the feel good Jesus doesn't have salvific value but doesn't ruffle any feathers <laughs> for example we have the Jesus found in John 8 24 this is the new living translation that is why I said you will die in your sins for unless you believe that I am who I claim to be this is Jesus talking unless you believe I am who I claim to be you will die in your sins and so jesus a here clings to this scripture and demands that we worship him as god otherwise we will die in our sins and face eternal damnation jesus b oh he's a good teacher and a humble role model (laughs) yeah no expectations
1: Then there's a scripture reference, Matthew chapter 5, verses 29 through 30. So, if your eye, even your good eye, causes you to lust, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your hand, even your stronger hand, causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than your whole body to be thrown into hell. Whew. Well, Jesus is using a hyperbole, it's an emphasis for the sake of making a point, but just the same, he's calling us to recognize the truth the truth of sin, of judgment. End of hell. Aren't you glad you came today? (laughs) Go, night (laughs) 2023. So that's the Jesus that we see through the Bible passage, Jesus A. Now, Jesus B, the feel good, culturally and politically relevant Jesus, doesn't emphasize the negative things. Or mention hell or the like.
0: Mark eight thirty-four through 38, New Living Translation. Then calling the crowd to join his disciples, he said, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake and for the sake of the good news, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my message in these adulterous and sinful days, the Son of Man will be ashamed of that person when he returns in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. So Jesus A here has expectations of us. That that we will give up our own way of doing things and we'll follow him. That we would deny our own sinful desires. Does that mean we may need to not do some of the things we enjoy doing? Well, from this passage, the answer there would be what? Yes. Yes. Does that mean that even though it appears I'm made a certain way, with certain desires, certain proclivities, that Jesus would call me to turn from those behaviors and follow Him? Well, it appears to be so. Give up my life for Jesus' sake and save it? It would be a shame to game the whole world only to lose my own soul. Jesus B encourages us to love ourselves first. To put our desires ahead of Jesus' commands, not a good choice.
1: Well, speaking of commands, Jesus spoke of the greatest commandment. I am reading Mark 12. One of the teachers of religious law was standing there listening to the debate. He realized that Jesus answered well, had answered well, so he asked, Of all the commandments, which is most important? Jesus replied, The most important commandment is this. Listen, O Israel. The Lord our God is the one and only Lord. You must love the Lord your God, say it with me, with all your heart, all your your soul, soul, all your mind, and all all your strength. strength. Say it more with me. The second is is equally important. important. Love your neighbor neighbor as as yourself. yourself. No commandment is greater than these. This points to holiness. Holiness. Purity. Consecrated. Set apart for God's purposes. Not self centered. Jesus was holy, he was divine. He was God. He was set apart from the beginning, the very beginning, giving himself, his life for others, for you and you and you and you, for all of us, for our salvation. Focused on God, focused on those around him, talking to his Father. Not self-centered, but God-centered. Others-centered.
0: It makes us a little uncomfortable to be in the midst of one who is holy, who is set apart. And we're uncomfortable because he calls us to be the same. To do the same. And, and it's not always a feel-good thing. Sometimes to be set apart To be holy we're called to to do the opposite of what we like to do of what's comfortable to do of what is popular to do but the thing is jesus wasn't here to win any popularity contest was he he was here to save us and sometimes that means making tough choices difficult choices unpopular choices Choosing that road that's less traveled.
1: In his holiness, Jesus gave us a to-do list. Not a not to-do list. <laughs> I mean, and that's that's challenging. Here's the to-do list. Loving God with everything we've got. Love your neighbor as yourself. <laughs> wow. You know, in the Old Testament, there's there's the lists of do this, do and do and do, you know, don't take the Lord's name in vain, remember the Sabbath, keep it holy, love, you know, don't covet, don't murder, don't this, don't that, honor your mother, honor your father, all that was well and good, but when Jesus said, I boiled it down, me and others, that's actually harder But that's what Christ says. Love me with everything you've got, and love your neighbor as yourself.
0: You know, Jesus loves us more than we can even begin to imagine. We we can't imagine and here's the here's the weird thing. Because this isn't how we typically operate as human beings. See, we can't do anything to make Jesus love us anymore. And we can't do anything to make Jesus love us any less. That's not typically how we operate, but that's how he operates. Uh, But that does not mean that anything goes. That does not mean that we can do whatever we want. (laughs) Does not mean that Jesus says, you know, I approve of whatever you want to do. Jesus has given us guidelines, directions, boundaries, Commandments, not suggestions, commandments. And that's because Jesus knows what's best for us.
1: Jesus was an actual person, not a figment of somebody's imagination. Jesus Christ is in history books. He existed. He's not some nebulous idea that has been created. And no. He lived, he walked, he died, he rose again for us. That is a fact. That is a fact. And he is God in the flesh. God came from heaven. God knew that we were desperate, we were a mess. And he needed to do something radical. And that's what we just celebrated the birth of God incarnate, holiness in our midst. But Jesus was there from the beginning. God the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, from the beginning. Genesis, in the beginning. They brought everything into being. They created you. They created me. Not the other way around. They're in charge. They make the rules. We may not like the rules, but that doesn't mean that we can change them. God is in charge. God's way, God's will is perfect.
0: Here's the hard thing for us to accept sometimes. God did not put us here to tell him how to run things. (laughs) Hey, God, I got an idea. Try this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) To tell him the way we think things should be done. God created us to glorify God and to edify or lift up those around us. We're not here to be little g gods to to make up our own rules, to run things the way we think they should be run. Mm -mm. God, God brought us into being to share this glorious creation with Him. He's generous. He's generous and wants to share all this with us both here on earth and in heaven. But we can't share it when we are selfishly trying to tell God what he should do, how, how we think things should be, how, how we want God to change things to fit our way of thinking. Boy, wouldn't that be a disaster? God, God wants us to appreciate and enjoy what he has created, keeping in mind that he is God And we are not. (laughs) He sent Jesus to save us from our sinful selves. Not to be our buddy, but to be our Savior. He He loves us too much to leave us to our own choices. He loves us too much for us to be in charge. (laughs) And the question then is, are you willing to surrender to Jesus? Jesus to invite Him into your life, to make Him Lord and Savior, either for the first time or once again. Here, first day of 2023, right here. In 2023, what if we took time to recognize Jesus for who He is? Not our buddy, but Savior, Lord of our life, who, who lived and died for you, for me, the Son of God, God in the very flesh. God in the flesh, who came down from heaven to join us here in the trenches and to give us life and to give it to the full. Wow. To give it to the full. And the question is, are you prepared to receive this, to open yourself up to the possibilities that that Christ makes available if we just say yes to this relationship to him? A life in Christ. Are you prepared to invite Him in? Because that's the good news. That's the good news. He's the good news. <clears throat> Let's believe it. Let's live it. Let's pray. <clears throat> Most holy God, we uh, we do a pretty good job of trying to Tell you how to do things. Tell you what we think. Do a pretty good job of trying to create our Lord and Savior in our image. Try to make him look like us, think like us, understand us. Try to have him uh, <laughs> do things like we would do them. Boy, that's a disaster. Lord, help us to be faithful, to be humble, and to, uh, to realize that uh, you've got this thing under control, you're in charge, and that the best thing for us would be to say, yes, Lord, yes. Yes, Lord, yes. Be a part of my life, be the center of my life. Please give me the strength and the courage to focus on you. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All those gathered this morning said, Amen.
1: Thank you for listening to the message from Connection Community Church. For more information and to find out more about our ministries, you can visit us on our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Thanks again for listening. Connection Community Church Connecting people to Jesus and the new life He offers.